With Marilyn Monroe falling victim to addiction and a diva reputation, the studios propped up who eventually became her rival, blonde bombshell Jane Mansfield. A life filled with fame and fortune, multiple husbands, kidnappings, car accidents, and an animal attack, she took Hollywood and the world by storm until her death on June 29, 1967. That's this week on Death in Entertainment. Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. Ah! What do you call this thing, anyway? Death in entertainment. Why, hello there, Dipod Universe. Oh yeah, what's up, man? Hey now. <laughs> that was a lot uh, our, our intros are getting weirder and weirder <laughs> as we go as they should that they felt should. like one of the more normal intros or was it normal i don't hey, know I we'll don't let know. you decide die pod heads <laughs> yes we are heading into what is it the summer of love is that what 67 was well, 68 is technically the summer of love. 67 uh, is before like the Manton killings. Everyone's happy and f- having fun. And then after 68, I think shit goes downhill. I think when does Altamont happen? Does that 68? That's, I think, 70. Okay. Yeah. That's when it really starts going off the rails. <laughs> yeah. It was the Manson killings in 69. Yeah. Suddenly Hollywood was paranoid yeah. and the dream was over. People say, yeah, that's the end of the 60s, technically, right yes. there. Yeah. yeah. But 67, things are, people are still having fun. People, <laughs> well, some people dropping acid and dropping out. Yeah. Well, not our subject, I'm sure, today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they made it halfway through the year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everybody, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, Spotify, give us five stars, please. Please. And say a couple nice words. If, but on Spotify, you don't have to. On iTunes, though, it really helps. Yes. If really you're helps. on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Give us a subscription. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you can tell when all of these give videos are Give us a subscription. Coming. Like to what? To like Maxim Magazine? Yeah. Give us a <laughs> subscription to Playboy Magazine, please. A gift subscription. <laughs> yeah. We'll take anything. And it is fun to push the button and to hear the click sound. Yeah. You know, yeah, I it's it's like really selling it there. Yeah, it's really selling it. It's like it's like the packaging, like those poppies, like right. it's like doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's very satisfying. Shall we introduce ourselves? My name is Kyle Plouffe. My name is Mark Bolkarin, and I'm Alejandro Dowling. And welcome to 1967, bitch. Ooh. All right, well, well, we're covering the time, as Kyle said, June 29th, 1967. What's going on around this time? Well, Keith Richards is sentenced to one year in jail on a drugs charge. Yeah. The start of a prolific career of yeah. drug use. It's not going to be the first time. And that, that was actually on the day. Oh, really? The June 29th, 1967. Did he, he do, a, do a year, I wonder? I, I don't Keith know. In do... the 60s, like he's going to miss out on tour? Like, yeah, that yeah. was the Stones' heyday. Yeah. I know. There's not really anyone else that could uh, play those songs. I <laughs> doubt he was in for a year. Sentenced to a year, but Sentence. probably That's in true. for yeah. a month. Yeah, they probably, to make a big you know example out of him, they said it was a year, but it was probably like a couple of days. Yeah. Imagine that guy just in jail, just staring at the wall. 
Oh, on on uh, <laughs> June 29th, nineteen sixty seven, Mick Jagger was sentenced to a two hundred dollar fine and three months in jail for possession of four amphetamine tablets. Uh, Richards was found guilty of allowing cannabis to be smoked on his property and sentenced to one year in prison and a five hundred dollar fine. What what country is this in? I guess this is England. Oh, England. England. Yeah. Wow, they're really busting people's balls then. Both for, Jagger. Yeah, nothing. Both Jagger and Richards were imprisoned at that point. Uh, Jagger was taken to Brixton Prison in South London, and Richards to Wormwood Scrubs Prison in West London. <laughs> Wait, what? That sounds what? like the worst prison. Yeah, is Zach Braff <laughs> and uh, Faison love there? No, Donald Faison. That's Donald what Faison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both were released on bail the next day pending appeal. Okay, so they didn't really do any time. I, I like so. my favorite thing that Keith Richards ever said was, um, I, "Yeah, that, that's the second. But the first one was uh, they they got caught in like the countryside, like Alabama, like in some fucking nowheresville with uh, by the cops and with a bunch of drugs. Yeah, and, the, and like some sheriff, some old podunk sheriff was like, "Do you have drugs in this car, sir?" And uh, Keith Richards goes, sir, there's more drugs in that car than there is car. <laughs> <laughs> an honest was... man. An honest man. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't uh, fuck around that guy. No, he tells it like it is. Of course. Remember that memoir he had called Life? In it the... was from that. Oh, it was. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Also in that book, he trashes Mick Jagger's solo career. Oh, yeah. Calling yeah. his music unlistenable. It was. It was not good. Remember, he did that <laughs> thing with like, what did he What did he do? Uh, I forget. But yeah, he did a lot of like bad duos. Oh, remember that one with David Bowie. That was uh, Dancing in the Streets. In the street. Legendary. One of the worst videos and worst songs ever. Yet one of the greatest videos ever. The, well, it depends on how you look. So at bad, it. it's good. Well, they played the they played that video in its entirety on Family Guy one time. And <laughs> oh, really? At, at the end of it, Peter goes, "You let that happen, America. You did this." <laughs> <laughs> the theater at the on campus in Milwaukee back in the day, before their films, they would open with that music video. What? Yeah, it was really as a random. joke, like to fuck with them. I imagine it was a joke. Yeah, I think people play that as a joke. It's such, it's the weirdest music video ever. Uh, there's lots of butt close-ups. Yeah, and it looks like they're about to make out, like weird freeze frames and like slow motion things. I'm yeah. not sure they knew it was recorded. Yeah, <laughs> it was just too much of them. It, I don't yeah. know what their essence was. Just like overflowing, it's too much. Anywho, around this time. Among the top 10 on the Billboard charts was Groovin' by the Young Rascals. Groovin' yeah. on a Sunday afternoon. If that's a song, I like that song. It is. Um, <laughs> Respect by Aretha Franklin, legendary. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's trying to show me up. <laughs> it's, Aretha... it's like a diva battle here. <laughs> Has Aretha Franklin just entered the Die Studios? That's here? right. Okay. Um, and Somebody to Love by Jefferson Airplane. Don't you want somebody to... As, yeah, as Jim Carrey as, singing Yeah, it. legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Famously done by Jim Carrey in The Cable Guy. So, yeah, so that is the music around this time. Why don't we take a look at the movies now? Oh, I'd love to. I guess so. Top at the movies... 
I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of this list. The top movies around this time. Casino Royale. The uh, James Bond? Yes, the original. No, but there was another one, the Daniel Craig one, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is the original I'm talking about. I don't know. About. There's so many Bond, it's hard to keep track, yeah. you know? And this was a comedy. Oh, really? Yeah, it yeah. was like a spy Is this the one parody. that was written by Woody Allen? Yes. I, I, I wrote a Bond movie. <laughs> Can you believe he wrote a Bond movie? I still came. I remember hearing that, though. That's such a weird thing. I'm sure some the, the Broccoli family thought it was a great idea to uh, put some comedy writing talent to, behind it. To do a send-up. I guess so. And So it's not really part of the Bond canon, obviously. Yeah. So it's like the, um, it's like the Tokyo Drift uh, of Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's a one-off. You know what? The more I thought about that- Okay. The more I think I'm right. Wow. No, I all right. Well I really think Tokyo Drift is considered the third one, and I can prove it. Because you have the Fast and the Furious. Okay. Then Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. And then you have Tokyo Drift. Then you have the fourth one being called Fast and Furious. Yeah. Very creative there, taking out the thes. Yep. And then guess what, Mark? What? The fifth one. It's called Fast, Fast Five. five. Oh. Gee, where did, pow, 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 pow. where did they get the number five from if Tokyo Drift doesn't count? I'm going to have to check with my sources to see if uh, <laughs> if I can confirm that. Kyle, do you have a verdict? Uh, I think you made a compelling case. Thank you. Right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, Your Honor. <laughs> Next movie, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Not so modern anymore. That was uh, Jill Andrews. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, yeah. yeah. And it was one of those last dying musicals of the 60s that killed off that genre for a while. Yeah. Because this is right before Easy Rider in the 1970s. Yeah. Those 70s auteurs were going to be taking over, or late 60s auteurs. Exactly. Into yeah. the 70s. Yeah. And then we have You Only Live Twice, an actual Bond movie. Yeah. Two Bond movies. Competing. Yeah, competing but within this is also when weeks of each other. They'd let movies in the theaters for like years at a time. Yeah. No, but they both really were released in 67. Wow, that's two bold for them to that's like. very bold. Yeah. The only thing I could see is the fact that, yes, Royale was a comedy, and this is an actual Sean Connery, James Bond film. Yeah. And also, you know, they can't lose. Yeah. You know, they, they were, you know, they're different enough. It's kind of like when they released Mamma Mia as counter-programming to The Dark Knight in 2008. <laughs> interesting so, comparison. Ca- casino, <laughs> casino Royale Very interesting is comparison. Mamma Mia. Okay. Uh, Alejandro has a dry erase board. He's, making, he's connecting the dots here. <laughs> and then the final movie is... That was the final movie. Okay. That's Tricked it. ya. I know. It's like the Tokyo <laughs> Drift of, uh, of the 1967 movies. Yeah. And that's that's all that was going on. All right. Thank you, folks, for listening. Uh, we're all done here. Jane Mansfield was born Vera Jane Palmer on April 19th, 1933 in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Vera Palmer. Yeah. See, that sounds like a pretty decent 
Hollywood name I'd too. I'd stick with that. I was going to say that sounds better than Jane Mansfield. Yeah, yeah, like Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I think of. And yeah, Vera's like it sounds like a sexy name. It, it, yeah, more definitely. than like Jane, plain Jane. It sounds like yeah, a girl that be, that would be working, a woman that would be working at like a uh, fragrance counter a and woman. like a high end. Uh, <laughs> a woman. A woman. That's Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Vera. Woo, great yeah. ass. You got a great fragrance. <laughs> ah. Oh. <laughs> and then the other thing that gets my goat. Oh, here we is go. Is that Jane throws a Y into her name? Yeah. It's Jane, but with a Y. Oh, see. That's when this started, like people just doing an obnoxious spellings uh-huh. or pronunciations of their names. Yeah. I hate this. This re- this gets my goat. <laughs> we agree. A couple of goats getting got. <laughs> what do you think, Kyle? You like the why? Nah. <laughs> I agree with you guys. Uh, Mansfield's father was Herbert. Like um, DJ AM's. Oh yeah, his oh, yeah, right. gay Herbert. stepfather. No, the real father was a was a homosexual man. It turned out that was doing all those drugs and yes, leaving and, no, them in he, the dust. But he had a stepfather after that who, who was nice. Who was nice? Oh, yeah. but Herbert was the real father. Herbert was the Philadelphia um, homosexual father. Who okay, was, who was addicted to drugs? Okay. Well, the real other than gay that, father, though, please stand up. Okay, and this is I'm <laughs> the gay father. Yes, I'm the gay father. <laughs> so, so Alejandro made the connection that there's two Herberts. Yes, in the die world <laughs> that, <laughs> that are also fathers. Yes, and we're gonna see whether if uh, if that father, you know, behavior matches DJ AM's dad. Was this Herbert a gay papa as well? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> That's a very exclusive club of gay papas. Gay papa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Herbert Palmer. He was a lawyer and a musician. And her mother, Vera, which is also weird. That's her name, too. Yeah. That's like my mom and my sister. They're both named Bridget. Hmm. It's very rare that you see that. Well, d- it's like Junior, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't see it a lot. No, it's weird. <laughs> so many names in the name book there. Yeah. But you know, each two their own. All yeah. right, two Veras. I can handle Whatever that. Whatever blows your hair back, as I always say. So Mama Vera was a school teacher before she got pregnant and became a housewife. Oh, you know? Mama Vera. And uh, <laughs> when. <laughs> Sounds like a pasta sauce. Mama Vera's pasta. Pa- <laughs> not to be confused with Mama Mia. Mama Mia, very different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not go down that road again with that comparison. Mama Vera is like the Mama Mia of mamas. Yeah. <laughs> the counter-programming to Herbert. Yeah. Uh, she kind of was the counter-programming to Herbert because um, she was alive and uh, Herbert died while he was driving the car, uh, had a heart attack while he was driving, dies, and little Jane slash Vera was only three years old, so she never really knew her dad. Wait, was anyone else in the car with Herbert? Yeah, the whole family. The what? whole family? Yeah. Did he Vera off the road? Hello! <laughs> Come on! Ooh! Ah! Ooh! <laughs> and you've verified that the whole family was in it? Um, yeah, they said, yeah. Okay. So, but everyone survived, and maybe he wasn't going at a high... He wasn't going like Paul Walker's. No, they could have been like stopped at a red light or something. Okay. Nobody was hurt. He so, wasn't so. in an industrial park in, uh, yeah, Santa, in Santa, Santa Clarita. Clarita. <laughs> <laughs> so she's another... You know, blonde bombshell starlet with uh, major daddy issues because her actual father died so early. She didn't, you know, get to know him. And she said uh, something went out of my life 
My earliest memories are the best. I always try to remember the good times when daddy was alive. But how can you really remember too much when you're three years old? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember right. the good times. Yeah. <laughs> when she said goo goo gaga. Yeah, yeah would they have a hot weekend in Atlantic City or something? Where yeah. they're like going wild? Like, those are the times, baby. I, I was three years old. I was on the roulette table <laughs> at Caesar's Palace. Mansfield's mother returned to teaching to support herself and her daughter. And in 1939, she married a sales engineer named Harry Piers. And mm. Harry was a traveling. Uh, Salesman, so they moved to Dallas, Texas. And I couldn't wait till you said what was after traveling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought it was going to be like a vaudevillian or yeah. a ma- magician yeah. or something. A juggler. Yeah. <laughs> a juggalo. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Shout out to ICP <laughs> yeah, fans. He's really an insane clown Family. Yeah. Family. <laughs> Mansfield enjoyed a middle-class upbringing and was later reported to be an above-average student. Ooh. So... People think that she's really dumb because she became, you know, the heir apparent to Marilyn. Ma- oh, I almost said Marilyn Manson's career. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of juggalos, you got juggalos on the mind. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe's career, who in her first movie, she um, it was like a shtick. She was mm. playing a Marilyn like Monroe some character, like person, yeah. ditzy blonde, and then that's who. Because that was like the model, like you know, do this. Because you know, everyone in Hollywood just assumes. Why not do the thing that worked before? We don't want to do anything original because we want to make money. Yeah. There's the old saying that it, you have to be smart to play dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or I might have just made that up. Yeah, that sounds made up. <laughs> Confucius <laughs> said that, I think. John Waters called her the dumb genius blonde. Yeah. Really? I know nothing about her, really, at all, except for the small parts that people played of her in LA Confidential. That's all I know. Right. Her her IQ was over 160. She spoke five languages. She was a natural born performer. She took voice, dance and violin lessons. Wow. And uh, frequently stood out at the bottom of her driveway, playing the violin for people walking on the sidewalk. Oh, okay. Well, that could go either way. Yeah. Did she she make money doing this? She was really, uh, no, she just got the, the enjoyment, <laughs> yeah, the attention of attention, the applause. Yeah, she was very influenced by Shirley Temple. Like she would see Shirley up there singing and dancing around. She and, liked her earlier stuff. Though. Yeah, <laughs> not her later, her yeah. later conservative yeah. political yeah. career. Oh yeah, she did kind of go down that road. Oh yeah, she definitely went down that. Yeah, road. Yeah, with Reagan and stuff, and she was involved in the Iran Contra controversy. Yep. I think. <laughs> she, it was her last heyday. She got the drugs. And her and Lucille Ball in their older age, they were like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, like, their voices got all raspy. <laughs> yeah, things got. Yeah, bad. I'm Shirley Temple. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucille Ball continued to do her slapstick until her death. Oh, she God. had a failed sitcom, yeah. and she was still trying to do pratfalls. Wow! Oh, and it wow. did Ricky. not work. It didn't work at all. I do my own stunts, honey. <laughs> Ricky. Wow. <laughs> 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 So Mansfield was uh, pretty much a child bride, 16 years old when she met 20-year-old Paul Mansfield at a Christmas party, and she immediately fell for him. They married in January of 1950, a few months before Mansfield graduated Highland Park High School. Wow. Oh, so she she grew up um, around L.A. and stuff. No, this was uh, in Texas still. 
Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was Highland oh. Park, L.A. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was a hipster. Outside Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Just like Marilyn Monroe got married young like that. Yeah. yeah. They get the first one out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she was. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> first of many. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she was nervous because she didn't want to have a baby out of wedlock. She found out she was pregnant. So Ooh. her actual wedding, she was three months pregnant. And nobody in, knew. They, she had a bun in the oven. They used yeah. to call it bun in the oven. And then, I think they still do. Yeah. Okay. Six months after the wedding is when she gave birth and people were like, hmm. Yeah. That's weird. Mind uh, your own business. Yeah. You yentas. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. She gave birth to a daughter, Jane Marie Mansfield. So spelled the same way. J-A-Y-N-E. So her daughter's name is actually Jane Mansfield. Jane Jr. <laughs> well... Isn't it interesting that she was Vera Jr.? Yeah. But then she chose another name and then made her daughter. Is that a, what people were doing? Like, they just ran out of female names? No. It's just something apparently this family and my family did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they didn't have the internet then, so they couldn't look up baby names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other. Yeah, maybe because yeah, you can do that now. There's, uh, they didn't have those books where they had all the names of them. No, (laughs) I'm really fishing for reasons here. (laughs) I think we we best move on. Let's move on. I need a name for this baby. Uh, uh, What's my name? (laughs) Here's my driver's license. Oh yeah, I'll just name it the same name. (laughs) Uh, Mansfield went to SMU Southern Meth. Methodist University. Yeah. Methadone. Meth yeah. <laughs> <Meth> head. <laughs> yeah, just meth heads yeah. populate it. And also went to the University of Texas in Austin, focusing on drama and appearing in plays. Great school. Including a production of Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. Oh. So she's already getting, you know. Well, there's a, there's a connection there. The Monroe yeah. Between Mather, Marilyn Monroe, yeah. yeah. Marilyn Monroe is like, you just saw his play, but I married him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bastard. Well, because they had a rivalry, didn't it, they? Is this true? Yes. Yeah, Monroe oh. and Mansfield. They were like the, the Biggie and Tupac? Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? The stu- We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. So in 1954, her husband Paul returned from the Korean War, and Mansfield was like, I need to be an actress. We need to go to L.A. now. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so shell-shocked from getting back from war. Can you give me a couple of days? <laughs> I'm still having nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> I see bombs in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, could you give me a week? Yeah. Her bags are packed. The car's running. <laughs> well, she was nicer to him than Marilyn was to her first husband, because yeah. Marilyn kicked him to the curb right away. Well, he had it coming. He was kind of a Scumbag. I don't yeah. think was he? I don't know. He seemed no, like they, he seemed the, like he didn't appreciate her, okay? All right. The same exact thing happens with her oh, and her boy. husband. They move to LA. Immediately she starts getting attention from the industry and you know, getting auditions. She's getting all the callbacks. They know she's clearly talented, but they won't give her the job because they say her body's too offensive. It's too <laughs> sexual. <laughs> Too voluptuous. She's too hot. Too much ass. Too much ass. <laughs> I got my head all the way up already. <laughs> I mean, they're correct, but come on. It was at the time where are the Christians are really coming out of the woodwork where they're like, you know, we can't have this. Yeah, I don't mean correct in the moral way. I'm just saying she was a knockout. So yeah, yeah, she did command attention. Yeah, 
you are talking in these fifties terms: a knockout, uh, <laughs> butt in the oven. Like... Well, we're transported. <laughs> yeah, into no, this yeah. Era. I guess, guess we are. Yeah. We're in the times. Yep. Um, Wasn't she like a forty G cup? Yeah, her I mean, measurements were like forty. She had great cans. They it was called like, it. Yeah. So if, if you're driving down the street and you see those cans, yeah, it's like that Seinfeld episode with the the girl that doesn't wear the bra and it made right. her get yeah. in a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like 42, 21, 35. Like that's just crazy, crazy yeah. body. Who? Who? Yeah. And she actually she was doing modeling. Her first job that she got in LA as a model was um for an ad- advertisement for GE and it was a bunch of girls hanging out in a swimming pool for whatever reason. Okay. And they ended Having up in a pool party. They yeah. ended up cropping her out of it because her she was way sexier than everybody else and they're So like, she was literally too hot for TV. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like her own video too hot for TV. Yep. Wow. It's like she's being penalized for being too good. I know. Yeah. They said the world wasn't ready for her body type. Oh, my God. Is it like Kim Kardashian now? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. When you see her go up the stairs, and uh, there was one movie she did, and like the, she's passing a milkman, and the milk just starts exploding in his hand. That's exactly what it looks like, though, is like Kim Kardashian's ass going up the stairs. I was oh, like, really? holy God. Yeah. Was that the girl can't help it? I think so, actually. Yeah. So she's not being able to land these roles, and she's uh, not one to take no for an answer. Hello. So she needs to find you know, a different way in. If She's got to sneak in another door now. So literally, the only thing she had to do was dye her hair blonde, because she was a brunette at the time. And once she dyed her hair blonde, people were like, oh, you look like Marilyn Monroe. So then she actually started getting movies and modeling Smart jobs. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we already have that prototype we have the blonde bombshell yeah the world just wasn't ready for a brunette one i guess well all the studios everyone wants their own version of that thing yes exactly that's, mm. they're always competing with like horrible movies and stuff and like yeah and yeah. it's true that's what jane mansfield was to marilyn monroe she was doing more b quality movies she, compared to marilyn she was the deep impact to armageddon which was marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yes in a way <laughs> deep impact the mamma mia of Space movies. Yes. <laughs> Dry race board is back out. <laughs> and that didn't she have a line in a movie like that where she's like, it's all natural except for my hair color. Oh, yeah. He goes, oh, you have great hair. And she goes, it's all natural except for the color. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Michael Jackson. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and he was talking her. And he was talking about his dick. Oh! <laughs> It's all natural except for the color. <laughs> I bleached it. <laughs> Kyle Dunnigan's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now that she's getting this attention, uh, her husband doesn't really like it that much. Of course. Good for him. And he comes out and says, I don't want to be Mr. Janie Mansfield. Yeesh. Yeah. So he was a little... Um, Pissed off. Yeah. We're threatened. picking up a trend going yeah. on here where a lot of guys... You know, especially if they're not in the business, but even if they are, it's even worse sometimes if they're not as their star is not shining as bright as their their girlfriend or wife or whatever. Yeah. You and know, it's the time. Matthew Broderick. We'll talk about that uh, on another thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
uh, Marilyn Monroe, obviously, mm-hmm. and you're going to ta- stay at home and make dinner and do the dishes. Yeah, and the and the time also, it's like a Mad Men, you know, style of mm-hmm. of living and stuff, where the nuclear family and the men are supposed to be the the breadwinners and stuff. So they say that uh, Jane Mansfield actually kind of set the bar for reality TV stars now because she was always like lusting for attention like she would find any way to get an angle and like every public appearance was like scheduled to the t and like always trying she to leak stuff to the press like to i'm gonna be going i'm gonna be going to the donut shop later yes she yeah. tried to manufacture everything every single moment there was anybody around mm-hmm. who made any sort of decisions she Smart. was doing something so there was a a pool party um in hollywood and there was a bunch of photographers there and people from studios and she showed up wearing a red bikini that was two sizes too small of course and was like hello fellas and jumped in the pool and undid her top under the water and came up with nothing on up top and everyone just started taking pictures and so paramount who she had been auditioning for over and over and she kept getting callbacks and they kept saying you know you know you're no, too thanks. you're too yeah. voluptuous we she knew she it. had to make a big move yeah fox was there same thing Playboy was there, fucking everybody all that day. Go, we want to give you offers for all, Playboy though, yes. but for like centerfolds, just for like nudie stuff. Playboy, Paramount, and Fox all gave her offers that day. Oh, okay. Because well, she took her top off in the pool. So wow. the nudity springboarded. That her was career. a game changer. Exactly, game wow. changer. Yeah. When in, that's like her sex tape for Kim Kim Kardashian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she did Playboy, and she was fully nude, and her husband was pissed. So she's got to lose this guy soon. Yeah. Oh, so they split and he sued her for custody of Jane, little Jane because he said that she's an unfit mother and that she's unethical and um, yada, yada, yada. She was in Playboy. So that makes her an unfit mother. And he actually lost. <laughs> so well, she's probably a li- more liberal judge than you'll find in you know the entire country yeah. and stuff. So she took her kid, her money and her fat ass. Somewhere else. Whoa! Excuse <laughs> <Jesus laughs> me. Christ. <laughs> Kyle is unleashing the inner Kyle today. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Like, what is this guy doing this entire is he just angrily like whittling wood in the backyard while like she's her superstardom? Well, that was happening? a good trade back then, wood whittling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get a lot of wood need whittling around here, sir. <laughs> I hope you're up for it. I'm the breadwinner. Yeah. I'm the whittler. <laughs> I whittle the wood. I'm the whittler. <laughs> I'm the whittler. Yeah. That's his book. Whittle me this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he becomes this weird like character around Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost his mind. Yeah, he's like an yeah. evil fucking person. Then you look closer and he's whittling a human skull. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what lost him the case, I bet. What was he doing, though, for real? Yeah, like, do we have a hobby? Because he's out of the war. Yeah. What does he do then after that? If he's like Don Draper, he's going into advertising, but... Yeah, fat chance. This, this guy probably had no job. Like, imagine the balls on this guy complaining, like... You know why? Where are you all day? Well, this guy's got no fucking job. He's just whittling wood in the fucking backyard. Right? He's a lump of coal, as as Norm Macdonald always says. Yeah, and he has the gall to complain. Like, how (laughs) dare you making a great living? He's living in beautiful Los Angeles, doing nothing. Married to a bombshell. Bombshell. She's a thirty-four double D or whatever it calls. (laughs) Forty. Yeah. So little is known about his occupation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just say he's whittling wood. 
Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's probably a nice way of saying it. You know, he's probably doing way worse shit. Wouldn't he, it be he great? Died if... in 2013. Oh, oh they... wait, what? He lived to 2013. Yeah. Wow. I guess Will and Wood is uh, good for longevity. Well, yeah, because you can whittle till you you drop dead. <laughs> whittle till you croak. <laughs> <laughs> if he just spent his entire life whittling one thing, <laughs> yeah. one grand yeah. sculpture, <laughs> and then yeah. once he finishes, it just dies. Yeah, he flatlines. Yeah, he's got. you like, oh, oh, this is moldy. <laughs> they have to like throw it out. <laughs> yeah, he's hooked up to all the machines as he's still whittling this fucking thing. <laughs> then he finishes. <laughs> <laughs> they bury him with it the doctor's like oh god thank god he finished that big, big piece of fucking wood <laughs> like like who's this doctor also yeah, yeah he's, and he's, he's smoking, he's smoking. <laughs> yeah. like that in so unhealthy yeah. you know in, in the backyard he, does he go to the house every day to help to watch this guy whittle the wood and yeah. like oversee everything i don't understand it yeah he trips on the plug and sets everything on fire yeah <laughs> and it's extremely flammable yeah <laughs> the sculpture. He leaves us all yeah, out it's of all the room. Soaked in oil. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you have to let it dry. <laughs> the flames are coming up, and the doctor's yeah. face is like sweat. I knew it was gonna happen. That's how they all die too in that fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the entire neighborhood just lit up on fire. <laughs> no one ever explained it. And then one of the neighbors passes by and is like. You know, he used to be married to Jane Mansfield. <laughs> but now he's a flamer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the end. That's the movie. Yeah. Right <laughs> All right. What do you want for dinner? Waving his arms in the street on fire. <laughs> what a flamer. A hundred year old guy running in flames. With oxygen that's making it burn more somehow. <laughs> his oxygen machine. Yeah. Then it just blows up <laughs> like a lethal weapon set piece. Uh, Wait, so where were we? Yeah, where were we? There was a big party that Paramount threw. Yes. And And she took her top off. Took her top off. Then then that's already done. Oh, now Paramount showed out. She signed with Paramount. She's a Paramount. No, she's with she's with 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox. So she's cheating on Fox with Paramount. No, she was just uh anytime there was something big happening, she was showing up. Okay, even if it's for another studio. Paramount's throwing this big party to welcome a big foreign actress. To America, they're rolling out the red carpet to be like, "Welcome to Hollywood, baby." Sophia Loren. Ooh, oh, another one. Yeah, yeah. another uh, vixen. Another vixen of the fifties. Yes, and sixties. So Sophia was getting tons of attention at the time, and Jane knew that this was one of her, you know, opportunities to shine. So she showed up in a dress that barely covered her boobs, <laughs> and went right up to Sophia's table. And sat down to talk to her because she knew all the press was already there taking pictures of her. Yeah. And that's where we got the infamous picture of Sophia Loren giving her an evil side eye to her. No, and she's just trying to, you know, take the shine away. Oh, off yeah. Of her. yeah. Yeah. So how she, do you compete with those cans? Yeah. The, those bazungas. Yeah. <laughs> to use a 50s, 60s term. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boss, look at that. Look at that. Dane's bazingas, huh? I mean, Sophia Loren was the guest of honor, and then um, she showed up with a couple of guests of her own. You oh, know I mean? Kyle had that locked and loaded. <laughs> Do we have a locked and loaded sound yeah. thing? <laughs> <laughs> I want like a ch- <laughs> A couple of VIPs. Hey. Yeah. So that's like one of the biggest. Most famous Hollywood pictures ever is Jane Mansfield getting ogled. Can you um, pull it up? Yeah. 
we can't really express this to you. Obviously, it's a picture, but I'm sure everyone could Google on their own Sophia Loren giving the side eye to Jane Mansfield. Oh, yeah. That's a great picture. Yeah. Oh, wow. So people still go up to Sophia Loren um, asking to her for her to sign that picture. And she said she would. she's never signed one. She never <laughs> will. Ever. I wouldn't either. Come on. Jason Veritek is like that with him punching A-Rod in the face, too. He won't. He refuses to sign it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> people need to get over it. So Sophia Loren is like the A-Rod of Mamma Mia's. And um, <laughs> who's Justin <laughs> Justin Verlander? Who's his wife again? Uh, Didn't he have a fappening picture with his wife with the, that model? I think there was some weird. Oh, yeah. that um, I'm sure he won't sign that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Who, who what was Kate Upton? Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's not signing that anytime soon. Yeah. Those are very yeah, She was definitely part of the. Yeah. Fappening. Yeah. But yeah, I, it all makes sense now. Like this brought about the call it didn't just come out of the ether all of a sudden like you know 2008 where all everything we're seeing now just spur of the moment happened mm-hmm. this has been built up over time it's it's just hollywood it's like what it is it's, yeah it's like whatever careers are built on things people like gotta that. top each other people mm-hmm. gotta like kind of make it like it's but kim kardashian what, what was she really bringing to the table no pun intended. But Ass, hey, baby. Yeah. But like before that Ray J sex tape, you know, what was she really? Her dad was ugly. OJ's buddy. <laughs> but it's weird with, with uh, Mansfield because she's like a genius, very smart person. Yeah. But maybe that's why she knew how to play the game exactly, you know, correctly in order to get on top as quickly as possible. Yeah. And once you release that beast, you can't put it back in the crate. Yeah. Can't what put I mean the genie is back in the bottle. When, no. when, when she did that nude photo shoot at the pool, yeah. the public now is aware of her. Yeah. And you're painted as that kind of. Not even painted. I'm just saying it was like a rocket taking off. Suddenly but, she became like, whoa. But you're Jane a, Mansfield. You're a type of actor that but you know, like Audrey Hepburn, I think, and her are two very different. Well, yeah, Audrey Hepburn wouldn't go nude at a pool party. No way, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) like, But they're just very different, I'm saying. But she needed a way in. That was She knew that people were horny, and uh, that was her way in. Sex sells? And she was very... uh, That's an interesting... Concept? Concept, Mark. You never heard that before? Yeah. She was very lucky to be propped up by 20th Century Fox because they were using her as a pawn to get Marilyn Monroe in line. Because Marilyn uh, was doing drugs and showing up late on set, and they're yeah. like, "We have a younger you ready to rock," mm. and they do that all the time. You yep. know, they they did that with Chris O'Donnell. He was like really fucking around in the nineties, yeah, and he like was really not showing up, and he was like, you know, being an He's asshole. Like, I'm Robin. And bitch. They, they brought in Matt Damon. They're like, "This is the new you." And oh, really? Like, You're done. I didn't know that. No, I just made that up. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, they are so not comparable. I think they are comparable. You don't think so? Not really. That, that's been my thesis, that one of the only ones I have. I forget how many Oscars has Chris O'Donnell won. That's true, but how many has Matt Damon won? At least one. Okay. I rest <laughs> my case. <laughs> yeah. Weinstein for that. But they do that, though. Like, wow. in, like for... <laughs> 
for con- it worked at the time for yeah. contract negotiations and stuff. Like they'll pretend like they're gonna bring in someone cheaper and lesser known just to like knock off like you know a hundred grand off a, an actor's quote. Like they did to Brittany Murphy too before she died. They did that thing where they made sure to say in front of Simon Monjack, "We got someone else ready to go in the role if they don't get yeah. their act together." Mm-hmm. Well, in it, I saw in the Tommy and. Uh, Tommy and Tommy Pamela, Lee and Pam. Tommy, Tommy Lee and Pam. That that show, they told her she was actually going to be in L.A. Confidential as what's her name's role, um, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. They made her believe that she was going to get this role, that she was actually eligible and she was she could have gotten it. And I felt so bad for her in the TV show. Who made her think? Uh, Curtis Hansen and the, and the producers of L.A. Confidential, I think just to get some money off of Kim Basinger's quote and, mm. like, and to get her down in price and stuff. Oh, my God. So if you watch that TV show, you see that she's like devastated when she doesn't get L.A. Confidential. And Pam Anderson, you know, I wouldn't see her in that role. You don't really go from barbed wire to L.A. Confidential. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Something should it be in between. <laughs> Yeah, so around 57, 58, she's getting the divorce. 1957, she wins Golden Globe for Best Actress. She's getting all this heat, or Best New Actress. Ah. Um, and so her career is just taken off like a rocket, as Alejandro aptly put it. <laughs> she then goes to a live show that Mae West was throwing. Another buxom, buxom blonde. blonde bombshell. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> um, she had that famous line in the 1930s. You can't go home. Uh, you don't have to go home. But you can't stay here. <laughs> Mark loves that quote, doesn't he? He attributes it to every movie yeah. that's ever been made. <laughs> no, she says, come on up and see me. Implying she wants a guy to go upstairs with her to fuck. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. So Jane struts right into a Mae West live show and sees that one of the men in the chorus line is this jacked fucking muscular man. Handsome fellow. (laughs) Kyle is hard right now. It's like a a steamy romance novel here with Kyle Bluth. Oiled up. Yeah. Sweating. Yes. Glistening. Rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. Uh, and she immediately tells the people she's with, I don't care where he's from. I want him Ooh. because he's from Hungary. Oh, and it turns out. And that she's hungry <laughs> for some kick <laughs> for that sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it's a man by the name of Mickey Hargitay. Hargate, huh? I, I, I feel like I've heard that last name before. Hungry for Hargate. Oh. Uh, winner of the Mr. Universe competition the year before. So this guy is in really good shape. He's like what like Schwarzenegger became. Like, yes, the, the, exactly. I, I feel like that's a thing. Like All these Eastern European dudes just came over and just competed in these weird things. Yeah. He's like the male version of her in some ways. Yeah. He was a lot uh, more loyal. I would say. Loyal? Yeah. We haven't heard about any disloyalty yet. Oh, she cheats all over him. Oh, really? (laughs) Her first husband or... or First husband, second husband, husband, all of them. Well, forget about the first husband. That I understand. He's done. He was done before he even started. He's whittling shit. But Mae West was actually furious that Jane was like taking away one of her 
prized possessions, one of her prized oh, cast members. Really? Yeah. And they got into a huge argument, which led one of the other guys who actually competed in Mr. California to beat the shit out of Mickey. Oh, so Mickey got his fucking ass whooped by a dude who didn't even I win he a was state a, championship. I thought he was a Josh Glistening dude. How is he getting his ass kicked by this other guy? <laughs> and Mae West put that into motion? Yeah. Boy, She's she like was a goon. A, yeah, she yeah. was cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a mafia boss. Battle yeah. of the Buxoms. Yeah. Nice. So Mr. California <laughs> beats the shit out of Mr. Universe <laughs> the day Mr. California took on the universe. I know. And you think you're so good because you're the universe? <laughs> yeah. And literally, that's how their relationship started. Chaos. Yeah, absolute chaos. He's all bloodied and bashing like she uh they banged. This yeah. is like Romeo and Juliet level here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what exactly what the I was Montagues <laughs> and the Capulets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she was like trying to brand herself as like the the girliest girl of them all. So she had pink clothes all the time. She had drove a pink Cadillac and she wanted a pink mansion. So her Keep going with the pink. And she got a pink puss. Hey, yo! Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello. Check, please. Hey, pretty lady. Lady. Dong. She. Dong, dong. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of order thing. She had that whole pink thing going on. Was that at this time she already had like the mansion? Uh, they bought it together. Okay. So when they moved in together, they moved into this place. Did this guy have any say about the pink everything? He loved it. He wanted of to course. do everything for her. Anything really? she wanted, she got. Yeah. Okay. That's... And that is literally the Hollywood dream. Yeah. She was living, wasn't it, on like Sunset Boulevard? Yes. And this, this is pink like, mansion, pink Cadillac. This is like a feminist dream. Yeah. This is even before the feminist movement. Yes. Feminists didn't like her. Uh, because, because she was too girly? Because they viewed what yes. people view as empowerment now as exploitation. Uh, so yeah, I guess. That was always the constant battle, empowerment versus exploitation. And they thought that she was exploiting herself instead of empowering herself. Exactly. That you know, it's the complete reverse. I now. think there's some right. nuanced feminists these days that would actually see it differently. But you know, yeah. they do see it differently I think now. Yeah. yeah, now exactly. Then though, but then yeah. Put it this way: she wasn't invited to speak at any Gloria Steinem rallies. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this is a forty-room mansion that they got together, and she's like, forty rooms. I want it to be pink." And so she, her and um, her husband Klaus? Mickey and like yeah, whoever Mickey. like fucking just started painting it pink. He made a heart-shaped pool in the backyard that said, "I love you, Janie," on the bottom. Wait, he's like digging heart-shaped pools? And yes, shit? Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's his version of the she, tattoo. She really puts these guys to work. Well, this guy, this is an upgrade from the fucking the wood whittler. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! This, this guy's pool making digger. pools. Yeah, yeah. He's like a fucking landscaping architect. Yeah, yeah the whittler. He's like, look. I, I carved yeah, a little figure that doesn't even look human. Yeah, he's, he's like a Batman villain. Yeah, it's all charred. Yeah, it's supposed to be a heart. Yeah, but it just looks like wood chips for the grill. I want a divorce. You can't even whittle wood. Well, yeah. you're out, motherfucker. I want a pink house with forty rooms. But like, not to compare her to Bob Crane, but. He's in the business. The wife isn't. Yeah, better to find someone more on his. Well, yeah, I think I think know. a lot of people. I even noticed that with people I met, like doing comedy out here or like actors and stuff. Like they come out with someone, it doesn't work out. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, That's for a very common story, some people just need someone to come out here with mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out and then fucking whatever, you know, and then hit the road. Jack. Sometimes it gets uh, heated. Sometimes it's like mutual. What are you going to do? But that w- wood whittler, he must have known he was playing with the house's money at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, and this yeah. guy, you know, he's he's breaking his fucking back, making pools and shit. Yeah. So she must have had something going on there. Oh, she had Besides that her finger. Uh, whoa. And she- <laughs> <laughs> that was too racy? No, not at all. Who said it was too racy? <laughs> the audible, whoa. 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 Girl. Joey Lawrence yeah, impressions Joey. now. <laughs> yep. They have three kids together. Mickey Jr., Zoltan. Another junior. Wait, what was the second name? Zoltan. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Um, who actually made um Tom Hanks big. Oh, wait, that's Zoltar. Ah. <laughs> it was close though. <laughs> the Zol. <laughs> they both have Zol. Yeah. Uh and Mariska Hargate. Wait, what? The yep. the girl from Law and Order SVU. That is Jane Mansfield and Mickey Hargitay's child, the children. leather jacket clad yeah. detective, rapist, jailing. Yeah. G- you that pause was way yeah, too that, long. That was too long. <laughs> I was scared where that was going. My God, <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The rapist. rapist. Take your time. <laughs> yeah, let me go get a glass of water yeah. before I finish. Twenty measure pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was shocked the first time I found out that Mariska Hargitay was Jane Mansfield's daughter. Well, she it blew my of... mind. You told me just like a few weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I had no idea. It's crazy. She looks way more like her dad <laughs> than she does. Oh yeah, I'm Jane. seeing this here. Yeah, I'm seeing the dad here. He looks very Eastern European. Yeah, and she does. And Mariska does too. Yeah, and she didn't inherit her mom's hair color. Hello. Real or fake. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But another bombshell, really. Yeah, I never really seen her outside of uh, a leather jacket and (laughs) a pantsuit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but she's a, you know, never mind. Buxom brunette. Exactly. Yeah. She's uh, she's very attractive. Yeah. Yes. She had very attractive parents, clearly. She did. The most attractive parents you could have. Yeah. Um. The downfall of this marriage is actually, it's really rude on Jane's part, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, Mickey, and we want you to be honest. Mickey <laughs> thought everything was great. He's like in love with this woman. They're building this life together. They got three kids. He's digging pools. And uh, he finds out through the press that Jane says she's bored with the marriage. In the press. She told the press before she told him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can I, can I rude. can I add a comparison there? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not to bring up Matt Damon again, but <laughs> <laughs> but you will. But he did go on Oprah and uh, said that he was going to break up with Minnie Driver uh, on Oprah, and it was news to Minnie Driver. Wow! Yeah, right after Minnie. Was- if you're listening, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> he he looks to the camera. Hey you yeah. Minnie. Hey, can you zoom in slowly while <laughs> <Yeah>. I say this? <laughs> We've been dating for a while. It's been okay. We did the movie. Movie's over now. I'm too big for you. You're done. You're God. done. Cut the camera. Cut the camera. <laughs> Poor Minnie. Yeah. Uh, she'll be all right. And speaking of Minnie. What's with them naming their kid Mickey, and then the others get names like Zoltan? I know, yeah, that's a vast departure. Yeah. Hey, was. I'm Mickey. I'm Zoltan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Zoltan, yeah. It sounds like because he was like a genie or something. 
who gets that name. Yeah, did he wear like that genie hat? Yeah, did he look he, like... He carried around a lamp? Like one of the villains from <laughs> Superman or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. It sounds like, like a Johnny Carson bit or something. Like, please welcome Zoltar the Great. Yeah. Yes, Johnny! <laughs> Zoltar. Oh, yeah. Wait, who is Zoltar? I keep saying Zoltar. Which one's Zoltar? Zoltar is the, the machine middle child. that made big. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, it's basically the same name, really. See, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah it's very similar. Yeah. And uh, then there's Zoloft. <laughs> which I take daily. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, whatever blows your hair back. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> that's Tyrese Gibson. Shout out. Yeah. He, he just bought his daughter a Rolls Royce for graduating ninth grade. What? Yeah. That's what being a bit player in the Fast and Furious that's franchise gets you. That, that's yeah. freshman year. What the fuck was he crying about? Yeah, then? exactly. What are you crying about? Because he's a bitch. I'll give yeah. you something to cry about. Cry baby boy. <laughs> cry baby bitch. He's going to want to kick my ass after I said that. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Bring it on. So they end up getting divorced. Mutual decision. Hmm, I mean, well, I mean, like he didn't fight it or anything. They just agreed, like, let's do it. Well, she made it ugly because she said that he kidnapped one of the kids. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Was it Which is something that happens uh, more than once in her breakups. Whoa. So she breaks up with him. They get divorced. One month after the divorce is finalized with Mickey, she's marrying a director by the name of Matt Simber. And that's what she did with Paul and Mickey, too. It was literally within months. Boom. We're she has a now. smooth transition into the next relationship. Smooth operator. Yeah. She's ready to go for the next thing. Yeah. But she's getting married to all these guys. It's like, I don't know. Well, that's what people did. Like, you yeah. were living in sin if you weren't. But she was still banging everyone behind the scenes, too. Well, it, at, as long as it's behind the scenes, yeah, that's how that's how America worked back in the fifties mm. and sixties. You know, yeah. JFK and all this shit. Like people just did it behind the scenes, and it was like fun. It was like you know interesting and intriguing. If like no one knew about it, fancy you mentioned JFK. Go on, because oh. <laughs> I fucked it too. He did what? Yeah, he was had an affair with Jay Mansfield as well. I beat those. My God. So he got his. I beat the pussy up. <laughs> he got his pick of the litter with these blonde bombshells. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he gets Marilyn all over again, except younger and even hotter. He, so okay. he was like the studio. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I've got another version of you on standby. <laughs> you are like the Chris O'Donnell right now. <laughs> to Matt Damon. I got the Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, I consider you mini driver. <laughs> yeah, he just mentions it in the State of the Union. <laughs> and to Jane Mansfield, we're fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do for you what your buxom girlfriend from Hollywood can do for you. <laughs> Think of what you can do for your buxom girlfriend with the hot shape pool. <laughs> and this is a textbook example then of the difference between her and Marilyn, because it sounds like Jane Mansfield didn't give him any trouble. Yeah. That's why she's still, well, was still alive. Wait a second. Well, let's not let's not go down the conspiracy theory yeah. lane just yet. <laughs> she was nervous what what happened to Marilyn that she thought the same thing was going to happen to her. Really? Yeah. She got too close to the sun. Well, she, well, the thing with Marilyn, she's like she was going to start naming names. So I'm sure you know yeah. Jane Mansfield was like you know, hey, I'll play ball. I'll do I'll do whatever yeah, you guys exactly. Say. You know? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people who knew Jane looked to Matt 
uh, Simber, her new director husband, as the start of her downfall. Because Mickey actually loved her and she had a great life with him. But she told everybody, you know, I'm bored. Simber was like giving her advice on what to do for a career and stuff and like he was putting her in these like horrible b movies that so he's like the monjack basically yes exactly Simon monjack yeah. yeah shout out some magic because this is long <laughs> after her successful run with movies like the girl can't help it yeah well so she's she, already done the big hollywood movies and now she's kind of well that's that's a tough pivot though you yeah know, it's not i don't think it's all this guy's fault uh timber or shimber or whatever his name yeah. is <laughs> um he ended up getting an offer from a studio, but it was for TV. And she just like said, whatever, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. And they got an offer. They're like, I don't know. It's this fucking show about, you know, a few people that are lost on an island or whatever. Ended up being she would have been Ginger on Gilligan's Island. Yeah. And would have had a complete revitalization of her career. Big mistake. Yeah. But. She's a movie star, and they're holding on. You to don't want to go. You don't want to go back. You don't go to TV mm. if you're a movie star at that point. As yeah. Chris Rock would say, "Women can't go down in whatever living. <laughs> they can't do it." Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is crazy because she would have banked with that show. Yeah, I mean the residuals alone. What, what was it like? It was like. 10 seasons or something? I don't know about that, but... It was syndicated. It's syndicated 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 since it's airing, basically. Yeah, and you'll get residuals out the ass, and, like, you know, it's just, like, a fucking money cash machine. Because even, you know, like, guys our age, we remember Gilligan's Island from when we were little. Yeah. Yeah. It was on a lot. I watched it on, like, TV Land and stuff, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. She could have been Ginger. Wow. Fucked up. Who played Ginger? uh, That was... um, she died somewhat recently. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. That's um, Tina Louise. A three-hour time. Oh, no. I was thinking of Don Wells. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Tina Louise. Yeah, yeah but like that that was a cushy gig. But, you know, I could understand not wanting to go backwards in, into television. Because at that time, now, like, people do TV, you know, whatever. There, there was no Breaking Bad then. There, Yeah, there was no Breaking Bad or no Sopranos. or It, it didn't have the prestige it has right now. No. And you don't know if it's going to be a hit, really. So No. Yeah, just hearing about it, like a bunch of people trapped on an island, like, that's not going to last. Yeah, yeah that, what, two episodes? Yeah. yeah. That's what J.J. Abrams said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been better, probably, as one or two episodes. <laughs> Imagine Lost, like, but if they just aired it then, that would blow people's minds. <laughs> With the exact same cast. <laughs> exact same cast, yeah. Everything the same, <laughs> everything, except yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the marriage with Simber doesn't go well. So it's Simber's down. Simber! Simber! <laughs> um, yeah, they had a kid together. She was cheating on him. Things weren't going well. She was, she was taking his advice and doing shitty movies. And yeah, just things weren't good. And then she accuses him of kidnapping their child. Wait, what? Yes. So this makes twice now. <laughs> oh, right. So Mickey kidnapped... A kid, supposedly, and yeah. now this guy. Yeah. Why is that her go-to thing? Um, is that like her desperation move? She just says, t- tells the cops she's help. a damsel in distress. Yes, exactly. And they assume she is. Is it a little Amber Heard shining a little through a little a bit? A little bit? Mm, yeah. Let's not denigrate her memory that much. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she gets a lawyer named Sam Brody to get her baby back. Brody? I want my I want baby, baby, baby back. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opening argument. <laughs> I want my baby, 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 baby. She leaves baby, baby. 
Blackface. Blackface. <laughs> so Sam Brody is her lawyer. She falls in love with him. They get together. What? Yeah. <laughs> so she's been with a wood whittler. Yeah. yeah. A Mr. America. Yeah. A fucking movie director. She's run the gamut. Now she's got a lawyer. And now yeah. some shyster ass lawyer that's just, <laughs> this dude's greasy. He, um, is he like a like what would be like a one eight hundred lawyer on TV right now? Pretty much, yeah. he's like Saul Goodman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he... like Morgan and Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> James Sokoloff. That's right. I'm Jim Sokoloff. <laughs> um, he introduced her to like harder drugs and stuff. Like he was getting mm. her on pills, <laughs> so that it... he's just a lawyer that just has a suitcase of pills and just shit? pills. Yeah. Wow. Because that was coinciding with what we were talking about, the swinging 60s. That's yes. true. Drugs were in the yeah. everywhere. They must have been dropping acid. Yes. Smoking pot. Yeah. And I think it's just a weak man that sees a very attractive, powerful woman and yeah. wants to keep her under his spell. So keep her messed up. Yeah. I never understand people that are like that. You know, yeah. maybe they just think like this i got lucky here and i can't let this pass or yeah. something yeah i'll never get this like again. anna nicole smith with that guy that was feeding her the drugs and stuff howard yeah. stern howard stern howard k stern <laughs> oh howard k. yeah that's right that was always oh, so I weird to me that. Uh-huh. wow that was so confusing how there was, he was a lawyer howard. too wasn't he uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah that's so that weird. reality show was the lawyer the lesbian assistant yes and then the like the interior decorator dude yeah and then her in jogging pants but she was kind of a similar i think body build but not you know similar actress as jane minfield yeah yeah good point a yeah. little chubbier Hey. Okay. Not in uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third. That's true. And not in the Kanye video from 2004. Someone posted pictures of that earlier (laughs) today. I don't remember that one. (laughs) I don't remember that one either. Okay. We'll Um, we'll put them on the Instagram. Yeah. Great. So she's fighting to get this baby back. (laughs) I want my baby back. Baby. (laughs) Chili's. Get um, in my belly. They got to go through the proper channels through like trials and stuff. Yeah. Um, Civil court. So that's taking time. While that's happening, she's drinking her face off and doing pills mm. and is just generally becoming a messy. Ooh. She shows up to the 1966 San Francisco Film Festival, a place she was uninvited from because of her fame, attention seeking, always, you know, trying to upstage everybody. Yeah. Inviting the press to take pictures of her and only her and making a scene and also just being like a drunk. She didn't play well with others. No, she always wanted to be in the spotlight. Couldn't give it to anybody else. So she showed up anyway and was persona non grata. Ooh. Sophia Loren is still giving her the side eye. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, does she? she's allowed in though, you're saying? Well, yeah, but... She really ruins people's times. Uh, yeah. She was crashing parties she wasn't invited to. She took attention away from any of the the reason they ended She's up. She's like Courtney Love, basically. Yes, like, exactly. Like always w- with her. They escorted her out because the film festival was like, you're taking away from the works being presented. Like you're just mm-hmm. making this people, about like, you. People worked hard on all these you yeah. know, projects. And stuff. It's like going to Cannes Film Festival, just like throwing shit around. Yeah. Right. So... She's kicking around San Francisco, all messed up. <laughs> she's just moonwalking down the street. Like, yeah. what is she doing? Uh, she's bumping into a man named Anton Levy. Oh, sorry, Anton Levy. Um, he is the founder and high priest of the Church of Satan. 
What? Yes. <laughs> she just happens upon this person? Yeah, she meets him in San Francisco Levesque. at this time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This guy is piece of was, work. Was yeah. he just one of the people on like the street corner with like a sandwich board sign like Satan is here? He's another just like fame whore. Oh, okay. um, maybe the biggest. Fame but he's not whore, like a yeah. Manson level evil. No, they actually say there's a a quote from someone who knew Anton in in this documentary I was watching that said uh, on a scale of evil He's more Count Chocula than he is Charles Manson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's all for show. Yeah. Definitely. And he took his aesthetic from Halloween so costume like versions goth, of Satan. He's like a band kid goth. It wasn't it. like a real <laughs> Satanist. He's modeling himself after Dracula, Bella Lugosi. Yes. Oh, that's so weird. Count yeah. Chocula. And Count he would Chocula. say dumb shit like evil backwards spells live. <laughs> and then Jane was like, you're so smart. Yeah, and so she fell in line with this guy for mm-hmm. whatever reason, just right time, they, right place. They seem like they're part of like the Ed Wood crew or something, yeah, like some mm-hmm. flunkies for you know whatever. He was supposedly involved with Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. In what way? He, he played the baby? as a consultant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he became a consultant for a lot of horror movies and stuff. Yeah, from her. Yeah, he blew up after his association. I imagine with him her. and Polanski having a long conversation. Yeah, <laughs> he viewed Satanism more like a libertarian. Yeah, the individual. Well, some people were be- were getting into Satanism in like this time because you know ideas were so free flowing. Like Sammy Davis Jr. was a Satanist. There's a picture of him with Anton Lavey. Yeah, he was like a Satanist, yeah. and I there was a comedians of cards getting coffee where Eddie Murphy was on there and he was talking about his first and he had dinner with Sammy Davis Jr. one night mm-hmm. and he said Sammy Davis Jr. was like they were at uh, Musso and Frank's or something mm-hmm. like one of those old kind of like cool like weird darkly lit kind of Hollywood places yeah and he remembers specifically Sammy Davis like the devil is just as strong as God, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was, he, that he was, was Sammy Davis Yoda. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this this cat Satan ain't, ain't half bad. <laughs> but he was trying to sell Eddie Murphy yeah. into the Church of Satan, basically. Fucking, how crazy would that be? Yeah. It's like a fad. They wanted the veneer of it being like an evil thing to like shock people. But yeah, like you were saying. It was becoming mainstream Satanism. Yeah. Because it really was like, he was saying it's like the antidote to religion where it's like you have free will, you have choice. You're not like being ruled by God or whatever. Yeah. And there was alluring, the aesthetic of Satanism. That's why there were so many movies and shows. So it's more about like free will than it is about like, you know, uh, you know, attach, yes. attaching yourself to, you know, this Catholic, you know, dogma that is, you know, all these rules you have to live by. Exactly. Yeah. The entertainment aspect of it, too. The yeah. Munsters, Adam's family, they were as satanic as this Anton LaVey guy. Yeah. It was all superficial like that. When he had hair, too, he looked exactly like Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Yeah, that was. Yeah, he looks like a band geek. He looks like a band geek that wore a cape. He shaves his head. He has the goatee, wears a cape. That's his look. He's Mr. Satanist. But I mean, good on him. He's fucking landing. You know, the one of the biggest Hollywood starlets going on. They wanted to use each other. They did like photo opportunities with themselves to kind of give them both different shots. Do you think there was a that was there was no depth to the relationship other than that? Oh, there. He was balls deep. Okay. Oh, that's that's yeah. I didn't mean you had to put it like that, but yeah, that's kind of what I meant. I guess. 
Yeah, no, she was cheating on um, her husband who was trying to get the baby back from the other husband. And uh, yeah, she just kept she kept family court just in business, basically. (laughs) There's a rumor that he played Satan in the rape scene in Rosemary's Baby. Wait, what? (laughs) But they haven't been able to verify that. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think she actually was into Satanism at all? Or was it all for publicity? It's a ploy. I think it was for publicity. I think it was flipping her image on its head. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was enjoying the satanic panic is what they called it. Is she running the whole show here? Or does she have like managers and agents are like, hey, you should... You know, you should shack up with this fucking Satanist. Oh, she she just did whatever she wanted. Just spur the moment. Yeah. I'm doing that. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, like you said, um, Anton actually became a, a Hollywood consultant for a number of movies, including The Car, which is about a murderous car that kills people. That's a Stephen King book, too. Christine, he yeah. must have stole that idea. This was before uh, Christine came out, I believe. No, no, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but he's yeah. accusing Mr. King. I'm, oh. I'm Stephen King of stealing oh, yeah, stuff. Well, in retrospect with Stephen King, there's been a lot of accusations that he's stolen ideas. Oh, and my God. He doesn't write his own books sometimes and stuff. Well, that but, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Christine is the same story, basically. But. Yeah, and LeVay was involved with another movie about a guy that's fat and then he gets thin. Was it The Clumps or something? <laughs> yeah. It was called Skinnier. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Skinnier. <laughs> People were worried for Jane, not only because of the Satanism, but also... <laughs> That's a big thing. Yeah. Did you hear what Jane Mansfield is up to? Yeah. She's worshiping Satan now. <laughs> uh, Anton also had a pet lion living with him in his house. <laughs> This sounds like a story he's not really doing. That I don't think that guy has the balls to have a pet lion oh, in the house. Oh, he does. Really? Enter Tippy Hedron, who just gets back from a trip from Africa, and the family decides they want a lion. She sees that Anton LaVey's neighbors want the lion out. They signed a petition and like went to City Hall and like were complaining about this. If my neighbors had a lion, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to City Hall. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I draw the line. Uh, I hate my neighbors with the little barking dog. Yeah. Yeah. Much less a lion. You can fight City Hall. So Tippy reaches out to Anton and is like, Yo, let me get that lion. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that that meme with the guy behind the, the tree. Yeah. The, <laughs> when I want to get that yeah, lion. The yellow jacket. <laughs> yeah, the yellow jacket. <laughs> so her and her husband get the lion. They bring him to Los Angeles, Sherman Oaks, right Sh- down the street. <laughs> and her and her husband start production on a little movie called Roar. Oh my God! Yeah, that's the connection you were talking about <laughs> yes. off pod. You like there's a little connection here. Yeah. Wow! Because I remember Tippy Hedren was somewhat involved in that. Of course, yes, it she was, was the her main husband. star. Her and her husband. Yeah, her husband made the movie. Wait, yeah. and Tippy Hedren's daughter is Melly Griffith. Yes. yes. Oh my God! I forgot about and that. And she starred in The Birds. Alfred yeah, she, maybe she was like dangerous movies and shit. Because this. Roar, we can't really go into too much detail because we're gonna... What we can tell you is that it took 11 years to film due to the sheer amount of injuries people incurred at the hands or paws 
of the animals involved. Oh did, you, did you see that disclaimer where it said no animals were harmed during the making of this movie? Yeah. yeah. But over 70 crew and yeah. actors were. <laughs> were murdered. Yeah, the official count was 70, but uh, I believe her husband's name is Neil. He uh, admitted that it's upwards of 100. Yeah. Um, that well, the director was like set. maimed. His face is all fucked up afterwards. Yeah, the guy who ended up directing Twister got scalped. By, yeah, he needed 150 stitches on Jan his head. Bont? Yeah, really? Yep. Yeah, from Roar. Yes, I did not know that. Yep. He was so hungry to get that movie done. No pun intended. But he <laughs> he was he, so ferocious he and wanting back. to get the movie. He came back after fucking getting scalped and like all fucked Crazy. up by the lions and shit. Yeah. Oh, there were a ton of injuries. Wow, scalped though. Yep. How do you survive getting scalped? I just don't understand why Tippi Hendricks getting down with this shit. She was like a well-to-do actress, yeah. you know, from the birds. And, and I don't she, know, maybe she's like crazy animals. And she shit. said that the lion she got was named Togar. Yeah. And that was her prized possession. At the zoo, he what was always the, the king of the jungle. Yeah. And in the movie, he's the main scary lion. Yeah. He's like the alpha lion. It's fucking But why weird, was she then. so obsessed? Because on the one hand, they had this Shambhala preserve. So on the one hand, it seems like she's rescuing big cats like this. But then when you hear about Roar, she just sounds like crazy, like everyone else. I think people think because it's the 60s or a different time, people move to California because they're insane. Yeah. <laughs> they move to LA because they're nuts. I won't argue Tippy, with that. Tippy Hendred is no different. So like... Yeah, she looked like a whole different person, but she's getting down with lines and shit like that. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, Melanie Griffith, Griffith was mauled near her eye and needed plastic surgery. Yeah, <sighs> Tippy Hedren contracted gangrene and needed skin grafts. Oh Marshall, God. who was mauled repeatedly, had blood poisoning. The cinematographer Jan de Bon, who ultimately directed Speed and Twister, yep. had his scalp torn off and needed a hundred and twenty stitches. Maybe that explains speed, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least they made a great movie, Roar. Yeah, I know. It sucks <laughs> anyway. It's just a bunch of wild animals just running around. Nothing happens. Like, there's there's if, no discernible storyline. If people are maimed on The Godfather, it's like, well, you know, at least yeah. we got The Godfather Of course, out yeah. Of it. It, yeah, if, if <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola was, you know, had his head blown off, I'd be like, all right, they got a good movie out of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like Twilight Zone. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The final product is less than. <laughs> I don't know. There's kids dying and stuff. <laughs> well, no, I know. I meant there's some examples where they're dangerous movie sets, like The Exorcist. Yeah, but then it results in a great movie. Then there's Twilight Zone, the movie, and Roar. Yeah. yeah. So here Bad comes movies. some irony for you. Um, everyone was worried about you know. Jane being around Anton because he had the lion in the house. And he um, worships Satan. And he worships Satan. <laughs> Just a little Satan problem. Jane was like, hey, let's all as a family go out together and have some fun. What do you say? And they went out to Thousand Oaks, which had this private zoo called Jungle Land. And that was like advertised as uh, come see all the animals from the movies, um, including the MGM Tiger and Bobo the Clown. I don't know. Or Bubba the monkey. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Coco the monkey. Coco, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo the clown. <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah. The MGM lion, too. That's got to be kind of wild. No pun intended to who, see. Who were you thinking? That is. Oh, okay. Thinking. That's yeah. a draw. Because yeah. that's such a famous, you know, 
I can't do the impression, but the that was pretty good. Yeah, kids kid love shit like that. Gee, that's the MGM line. Well, yeah. this is all. This is also before, like you know, good TV, video games. So kids, you know, that was fun to almost oh, get yeah. eaten up by a lion and stuff. Yeah. That's like their version of a good time. <laughs> well, it did become a very good time then because. Um, Jane was taking pictures with different animals, and while she was taking pictures with one, she wasn't really paying attention. She's like, where's Zoltan? And they looked over and saw that Zoltan was being uh, thrashed by the neck by a lion. What? Yeah. How old was Zoltan at Blood this time? spilling everywhere. Uh, six years old. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so wait, these animals are just running wild? There's no cages or anything? I think, I don't know if it was because they were famous or what, but they were getting up close with the animals and taking pictures. Like it's a, a petting zoo with goats. Yeah. They never think these animals are going to turn on them? <laughs> I think hey. even little dogs, I'm like, this guy is going to be troubled in a second. Yeah. Get they, him away from me. They said there was so much blood uh, coming out of his neck. Like oh. they, they thought he was dead. They took him to the hospital. Uh, he was in critical condition, obviously, and the doctors were kind of like, it's not looking great. So what? who does she call? But Anton LaVey. Oh, God. She's like, Anton, I need you to make everything better. Um, I need you to pray for my son. Yeah. So to she, the devil. she wants him to cast a spell to restore him to health. I put a spell on you. So she <laughs> did believe it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have any other religion, though. Like, I'm sure she kissed Christianity goodbye a long time before. With she the wood whittler. With said, the wood whittler. She said she tried everything. She tried being Jewish. She tried being uh, Catholic. She tried everything. So she's trisexual like Andy Hello! Dick. <laughs> <laughs> they call me trisexual. <laughs> so Zoltan, poor kid, he's in bed. He's got meningitis now. Like, his brain's oh swelling. Oh, my God. Bad shit's happening. Anton LaVey casts a spell, and the doctors are shocked by a complete and miraculous turnaround. Come on. Swear to God. Swear to Satan. (laughs) (laughs) How long? Satan's just as strong as God, baby. (laughs) (laughs) How long after the spell, though? Really? Very soon. Like there was some magic lights when he said the spell, and yeah. then suddenly yeah. the this came. I, I smell yeah, a rat The here. wind comes through the window. <laughs> yeah, the door flies open. <laughs> the darkness just seeps in. <laughs> and the kid sits up like, hey, mommy, I'm hungry. Hello, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the exorcist. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Your dad's a cocksucker. <laughs> Six cocks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you this, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fairly quickly. I don't know the exact timeline of when the spell was cast and how quickly he made a turnaround, but the doctors weren't expecting him to live no matter what. So the fact that he did, he gets out of the hospital. Jane is, uh, I think the doctors said, um, soaking wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> because she's very excited. Yes. <laughs> So she gets <laughs> Anton to cast another spell oh my God. to get her kidnapped son back very soon after that. Wait a second. Hold on. I'm just trying to track here. Yeah. You know, let, let's re- rewind the record mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So she's soaking wet. And then the next thought was. I need my kidnapped son back now. Okay. Yeah. Wh- why is she soaking wet? Because um, she's horny. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just trying to track the logic here. <laughs> and what's this guy? Hold on. Hold Wait the a second. Hold the fort. Yeah. What's the guy that she is she divorced already from that other guy now? Yeah, she's been gone. What's his name again? Simber. No, no, the other guy after Simber. Sam she, Brody. She never Brody. got Brody. Yeah. I heard that it was him that took them to the zoo because he wanted to one up Anton. Anton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was his fault. So they were fighting for her affections, and it was, it was Brody's fault. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he, he's the one that brought them there, yeah. No, yeah. but he had this whole thing where he wanted to one-up Anton. Like, you got a lion? Well, I'm going to go take my kids to play with lions at yeah. the jungle. And get eaten I'm going to go feed, feed one of my kids to, <laughs> to a lion. <laughs> That'll show you. Top this. <laughs> yeah. But remember, Sam Brody's the lawyer that's fighting to get the son back. Okay. So they're split but not divorced at this point. No, They're, now she's married to Brody. She's cheating, publicly cheating on Sam Brody with Anton. Wow. She doesn't hide any of her affairs. Okay, so Brody's still in the picture. She's yeah, like yeah, she's, okay. she's like a polygamist, kind of. Yeah. So he's a cuck. Ish. Just like the other husbands besides the Whittler, wouldn't he do anything <laughs> to make her happy? Um, like bend no, over? No, he's just, he's just trying to get her drunk and on pills and be under his spell. Right. Yeah. Well, it didn't work so well, did it? No. <laughs> you can't beat a Satanist with spells. <laughs> with actual spells. Uh, I'm going to yeah. quote you on that. <laughs> so Anton is forced by Jane to cast a spell to get her kidnapped son back. And soon after that, Sam Brody, the lawyer who's been fighting to get the son back, actually wins, gets the son back. So instead of thanking Sam for it, she's like, oh, that's Anton's work again. <laughs> oh my god Anton tells Jane not to get in a car with Sam because he's gonna die in a car accident within six months pretty so, heavy so he's also a jealous dude that doesn't want he wants to be the sole guy exactly with her yeah so that's a very convenient way to get him that they're, they're probably having sex in cars and stuff yeah maybe uh, I mean, among other places. <laughs> but how crazy for Anton that he's 100% correct that Sam Brody will die in a car accident within six months. Really? Yes. Was it the same one? Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're building a pattern here that this fucking Satanist guy is accurate. He's actually nailing everything. Yeah. <laughs> Including. Oh, <yeah>. Hello. <laughs> married woman. <laughs> Um, wow. So she told people behind the scenes she didn't really want to be with Sam, but he was her lawyer and agent booking her jobs at that point, which is always what happens. Why are like, these guys marrying these fucking famous women and then being like, I'll book the shows, you see? I'm taking over. Oh, yeah. yeah they want to take over the career. Yeah. Simon and Monjack. Yeah. Ne yeah. Never goes well. Yeah. Well, because no one questions them. They're in control and they're doing a great job. He's booking her for horrible stuff. Like he got her booked on a USO trip in Vietnam and she was on stage drunk and falling over. Sounds like a scene from Apocalypse Now. Like, or yeah. <laughs> and like sitting in guys' laps and the crowd got so rowdy she had to be dragged out and escorted out. That sounds like Apocalypse wow. Now. That's yeah. that scene where they're like they gotta take the girls in the chopper and <laughs> take off. It even went better for Jane Fonda in Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Hanoi Jane. She joined the North Army. <laughs> um so she's just, you know, things aren't going well. In the meantime, they go home, and within a few weeks, Sam gets into five car accidents. What? No bullshit. 
mobile DUIs? Uh, no, he's just driving fast on Sunset. Apparently, Sunset was like a really terrifying street to drive on because people would just fly down it. It was like a racetrack at like that it, time. Like yeah. if normal now, it fucking yeah. yeah I, I can imagine though, like everything L.A. before you know the 1990s was fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jane is nervous, so she goes with Sam. And she goes to La Scala, a restaurant, to meet Anton and beg him to take the hex off of Sam. Anton put a hex on Sam Brody? Yeah. But why? Because she's still with him. Yeah, he's like, don't well, get in a car with her. The I'm problem. putting a hex on him. He's going to die in a car oh, accident in six Oh, my months. God. I missed that part. Yeah. I thought he was just predicting. No, he was. He put the hex on him. No, he. so he's orchestrating it and not just saying... Um, you know, oh. he's not like Karnak. It wasn't a prediction. He's it was like a promise. Jo- he's not like Johnny Carson Karnak. Like, I yeah. believe, uh, <laughs> what is an accident in five months? Yeah. <laughs> Jane, Man- <laughs> Jane Mansfield and Sam Brody. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird stuff. <laughs> what will be flattened like a pancake <laughs> in six months? And then he pulls out the slip. This guy's old mobile. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sam's scared for his life. He's like, I keep getting in these fucking accidents. Let's get this guy off our back. No shit. If I were him, I would throw my license in the ocean. Yeah. And stop driving. Yeah, stop driving like shit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> driving like a hundred. Stop miles driving, period. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean he tries that, but it doesn't really Good help. luck. Welcome to LA, bro. Anton apparently like listens to them, but like doesn't say, you know, I'll actually take it off. He's probably like eating a breadstick, like, I'll see how I can do. Yeah, I'll put it on my to-do list. I got a lot of stuff going on. Eating a breadstick. So Jane <laughs> at the Olive Garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before there was an Olive Garden. Monsieur Satanist, would you like some more breadsticks? <laughs> They're never ending. Would you like an oyster? <laughs> so Jane and, Jane and Sam leave to go home. And on the way home, Sam loses control of the car and crashes into a tree. So that's six. Now, six automobile accidents that he's been in since the hex was put on him. And what month was this in? Uh, this was June. So it was the same month. Six, six, 67. Oh, (laughs) I almost got chills thinking you were going to say 66, six, 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 there's still seven. There's still three sixes though. That's the mark of the beast. They call it the mark of the beast. Yeah. Mark of the LeVay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She, uh, amen to, to Satan. Yeah. (laughs) Hail Satan. Hail Satan. So Sam's booking her on like international <laughs> weird tours where she would like sing and strip on stage in Ireland, Sweden, Tokyo. What? Yeah, all these weird dinner tours in America. She's doing like Oh, a, she's doing like the Bob Crane tours. Now. Yeah, oh. she's doing like a tacky nightclub act where AJ Benza described it as uh she's essentially just sitting on old men's laps. <laughs> Get a bitch. <laughs> You're making a compelling case that dinner theater will lead to a violent death. A horrific death. Well, yeah. people aren't in the best headspace when they're working on stuff like that. Like, yeah, because that's, that's like their fall from grace. Yeah, so they're acting out because they're like, you know, Hollywood has chewed them up and spit them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, ah, this is like... This is the, so they're drinking a lot. They're making bad decisions. Yeah. And she did have a random-ass career. It was like a grab bag of stuff. She released an album called Jane Mansfield Reads Shakespeare. (laughs) And it's exactly how it sounds. Well, she's like Elvis. You know, some of these people, they make bad decisions. They just decide instead of focusing on the work that is going to get fucked up Mm -hmm. like Elvis did. And now he, he was doing like horrible, like 
fucking cartoons at the end and like just doing, mm-hmm. you know, rehashing the same old songs and doing bad remakes and doing Vegas and this fucking big fat body of his. When he was like, he was like 30 years old. Like he was not that old. No, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So she's on the road in June of uh, 67 and she's doing a dinner show in Biloxi. And she, the next day, she has a TV appearance that she's scheduled to um, be at in New Orleans. And Sam's leg is messed up from the car accident that he had at La Scala. He's still traveling with her? Yeah, so wow. he's what got a she cast think? on his leg, so he yeah. can't drive. But why would you want him to drive anyway? Yeah, no shit. Based on his track record. Yeah. Well, she, she's a talent, so someone's going to drive her around. So they get a 19-year-old kid named Ronnie to drive them on Route 90 to New Orleans. A 19-year-old. Yep. You got to be kidding me. He was the fiance of the owners of the club in Biloxi, the owner's daughter's fiance. We got the dry race board back. Yeah. Now. Because now that I'm older, I actually think it would be better if people couldn't get their license until they're 21. Yeah, well, I, I the, do not want to get into a car that's driven by a teenager. In the South, it's yeah. like thirteen-year-olds can drive because they're used to like working on the, the tractors, the tractors and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. So this is where things get crazy. They're driving in the middle of the night on Route ninety, and there's a few different versions of the story. But essentially, one version is that there was a ton of fog and. It was weird because it wasn't like rainy or anything, but they find out that a truck in front of them is spraying insecticide and it completely blacks out the road so they couldn't see anything. And it happened so quickly. They didn't know what to do. They tried to drive right through the cloud and then smashed directly into a back of a trailer tractor, 18 wheeler, instantly killing the 19 year old driver, Ronnie, Sam Brody and Jane Mansfield. Wow. There's another version where, well, the police officially came out and said that there was an insecticide truck, but it was not spraying anything at the time. And I think that's like to save the insecticides company's ass. <laughs> because that's what everyone cares about these days. Well, yeah. Year. Well, they could have been sued and like taken out of but this business. Would, this would be the state, probably. Was oh, it, it might have been, Was yeah. it a private company or the state? That's, I don't know. But that's yeah. a good point. Well, yeah, I I don't think people were as litigious as they are now at this time. I think the nineties really people got really litigious and like everyone got sued. Yeah. But around this time, I, I don't know if people thought they would have had a case or yeah. who would even sue in that scenario. Couldn't they find the couldn't yeah. they simply wipe the windows of the wreckage and look for insecticide? Uh, test, there weren't swipe? any windows left. The entire top of the car got ripped off. Wait, but but how did that happen, though? Just by them crashing into the back? Into the back of the 18-wheeler, yeah. Oh, and what happened to the 18-wheeler, the person they were hauling that? They were fine. They yeah, were fine, they, yeah. They're insulated. They probably barely of, felt a bump. A buffer zone <laughs> between that. But yeah. still, but you can't... They must fi- have been flying because the 18-wheeler was going 35 miles an hour, and they hit the was, back of them. Was the 19-year-old driving? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I And I'm sure... Mansfield and you know the rest of them are like let's uh let's 
put the pedals of the metal here, buddy. We got to get down there. It's yeah. Like, you know, so, in, in, you know, yeah, you're tired at that a younger hour. driver. You know, that happens. Last year I was driving in that kind of area where it's just, it's late. There's no street lights and you're just on a big patch of road. Yeah. And I could hardly see the road in front of me it's without fog. Yeah. yeah. And it feels so dangerous. So I just slowed way down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's an account that there was, fog on the road from the insecticide cloud there wasn't is the official account from the police there's also uh someone said that there was a blinking red light in the middle of a field that distracted him so he was looking at that and didn't see didn't realize that the red lights from the 18 wheeler were so close weird shit that i don't know how anyone would prove yeah. Either way, because everyone who was a old enough red light. Died. Yeah. Who said that? Who saw that? I think the 18 wheeler guy said that there was. Okay. And then the police and everybody were talking about it after, but um, <laughs> they, they saw. I think they were just trying to guess as to why they went so fast into yeah. the back of a moving car. Wow. Yeah. It's like the uh, Henry Ruggs thing. She was driving mm-hmm. straight, and he was going so fast that he fucking. Well, it's the exact opposite actually, because he ended up killing well, her. Well. Right. Everything is within a split second. So you, they, this is obviously before cell phones, but he must have taken his eyes off the road somehow Mm. and just not been paying attention. Well, that's obviously what Ruggs did. He was looking at his phone. I'm telling you, I had that experience once where you couldn't see in front of you. And then if you throw in fog, supposedly, any speed feels unsafe in that scenario. So they, they may have been just driving normal speed and then, oh shit, there's a trailer in front of us. And then, Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the brakes weren't no no seatbelts. This is before Ralph Nader required all of uh, uh, cars to have seatbelts and stuff. Unsafe at any speed. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, the brake systems weren't, you know, nearly what they are today. Yeah. Like, and, and this you, thing was a steel boat. You, yeah. You huge. just drive in a big metal fucking box, which is like, you know, four or five tons or something. And Anton took out the brakes. In the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, could it, who knows? Well, he he was standing on. in the field with a red light. <laughs> yeah. It had James, James them. And Sammy's, Sammy Davis is out there with a, <laughs> with a cigar. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> James Dean's <laughs> tires were on the car. Oh, whoa. Oh, okay. New development. <laughs> no. And and the the lion was in the car with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of James Dean was the driver, yeah. actually. <laughs> Um, okay, so what else is going on in this moment? Are there any other uh, hot takes? They had multiple chihuahuas in the car with them at the time, one of them which was killed, unfortunately. They also had three young children in the backseat. Yeah, I like how what? you mentioned the chihuahuas first. <laughs> yeah, I know. Zoltan, Mariska, and Mickey Jr. were all in the car when this happened. Did laying, they all survive? Laying down in the backseat. Well, all of them survived. We know Mariska did. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's a... Uh... TV I was icon. Sh- shocked when you told me that. Yeah. I did not know they were in the car. I didn't either until I started really delving deep into this. Uh, I was shocked. How you're old shocked. was she? Young, like uh, three. Oh my god! Holy so she fuck. has no recollection of the car accident at all. Wow. Um, I, Mickey Junior, I believe, is the only one that remembers it. But he said it was like a dream, like he didn't know if it was real or not. Unlike. Who did you say earlier when they were three years old, they remembered the Jane father? Jane Mansfield. Mariska didn't uh, have such a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> if she doesn't remember the accident. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah, Mansfield remembers like uh, being born. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, look who's talking. Yeah. <laughs> when am I getting out of this thing? <laughs> Who are these other babies? <laughs> this drives me fucking nuts. Okay. This motherfucker. So Anton is recounting the night of this tragedy. And he remembers... Recount Jocula over here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers where he was. He was at home with a German newspaper where he was on the cover laying flowers at Marilyn Monroe's grave. What? And he was cutting out the picture. And as soon as he cut the picture out, he saw on the other side of it was a picture of Jane Mansfield. And he had actually cut her head off. And everyone thought she was decapitated, which is untrue. She was not decapitated. She was scalped, though. So he's creating these stories yes. himself. Did yeah, he start the decapitation rumor then with it's, that? It sounds like it. Well, no. The people who showed up, like reporters and stuff, um, took pictures, and they noticed that there was blonde hair stuck in the- <laughs> They in, saw someone carrying a hat. In the windshield. <laughs> um, but someone it was just punted her a wig. head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they saw a head rolling on the ground. Yeah. Four- <laughs> Like, oh, uh, no, that's not Jane's head. Yeah. We're going to play through. That's somebody else down the road. <laughs> but, different, different head. Yeah, the uh, the funeral director or undertaker, whatever, said that, um, no, she was definitely uh, intact, but had severe, like, cranial crush. Itch. Uh, itch, yeah. <laughs> and she was also scalped. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So... Wasn't as um, good as Jan de Bon. I know, like the roar thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, wasn't he as got, lucky. He got lucky. Well, that was more exotic. You know, he had a uh, a lion scalping him, but she yeah. had like a a Buick, an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> yeah, eighteen wheeler. <laughs> I know. It's such a late countryside kind of accident here. Yeah, and I'm sure the nineteen year old kid he had a couple of pops that night. Let's probably he had some drinks. And he's nineteen. And he's nineteen. Of course, I would too. I'd be doing everything he a was fucking doing. Fucking teenager. He's on the road. He's he's with a fucking big Hollywood star. He's like, fuck this. You know, yeah. I'll do whatever these people tell me to do. Yeah, there were rumors that there was liquor bottles, empty liquor bottles in the car. Of course. Yeah. He's like, I'll drive a hundred miles per hour. If people are asking <laughs> Let's me. Let's go. To. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> and again, they want to get to their hotel. Yeah. Faster. yeah. Everyone. Has the wrong ideas about everything here. Yeah. Safety is not uh, uh, an issue here. That Those roads are so crazy at night without the street lights. Even though there's kids in the fucking car. No one's thinking <sighs> Unbelievable. about- Unbelievable. This is like these, the 70s encapsulated. Yeah. And the kids all survived. It's the me generation. They don't care about the kids. They care about themselves. Yeah. They care about them getting the hotel right away so they can, you know, do whatever they got to do there. Yeah. Has anyone seen proof of this Anton LaVey story where he cut the... How can he <laughs> prove not. that? Well, I mean, he could show you the picture. Yeah, which yeah. he could have cut out the next day. But he said, like, as he was cutting it, he felt a chill down his spine. How was and he, he knew something was how, wrong. How was he communicating this? Did he write his own book or something? Or did he... No, like... he told people in the press or whatever, like, okay. did interviews and stuff. But yeah. he also cursed that to happen. Yeah. So why is he shocked when he feels that chill? 
he caused it supposedly. Well, he, because he's a fraud. He, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, you're playing the game. Yeah, playing we, the game. <laughs> Kyle believes him. She got, she got uh, tainted with the hex as well. He believed yeah. the Blair Witch. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So <laughs> Anton Lavey is not that far no. from the tree. He believed no. Ang- Angus was a real person. <laughs> <laughs> still real to me, damn it. <laughs> and I still want to talk about it. Yep. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration put in a mandatory regulation that all semi-truck trailers have to be fitted with underride bars. Um, that that rule came after that. Yes, wow. they're nicknamed Mansfield bars. Wow! So Whoa. they can't behead people like yeah. that. So if you ever <laughs> wow. rear end a tractor trailer, you won't be able to go underneath it and get your head cut off. Scalped, scalped, not cut off. Yeah, yeah. Different. Get it right. There's a distinction there. Yep. So did Anton say that in the curse? Scalped? Or was it just a general did car he, Did he help oh. write this legislation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he cut the top of her head off, then that would have been a better story. But... <laughs> yeah. Too many people bought into the actual <laughs> rumor that she was beheaded. This and Anton that, guy, must, he was fucking going wild after this. He was just like saying whatever the hell he wanted. Oh, yeah. And that was an aggressive rumor. Yeah, people Everybody, still believe it. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. the ham sandwich thing for Mama Cass. Yeah, yeah. and the, the Pop Rocks and Coke from the, the, the you know, Mickey from Life. The oh, the Life Cereal. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's funny you mentioned Mama Cass because she was... The first person or the second person to buy the Pink Palace after Jay Mansfield's death. Oh, and did it remain pink? It did for a while. Engelbert Humperdinck, um, (laughs) Ringo Starr, Mama Cass, and they said some unknown woman bought and sold. (laughs) I am the unknown woman. Sign the the deed over to unknown woman. That is me. I'm the new owner of this place. She's wearing pink spandex. (laughs) Don't look at my spandex, please. Um, Engelbert Humperdinck was the last to own it, and he sold it to a developer who leveled the place and then built a new... uh, So it's not not going to be on the tour? No. I mean, the property could. How yeah. great would it be if that still existed, the Pink Palace? Know. You know what does exist is the um, death car. Oh. Uh, and wait, it what? exists in L.A. What? The guy that had the Dearly Departed tours. Yeah. Um, owns it. The de- You mean the wreckage? Yeah, he has the car. How do you get a hold of the wreckage? Oh, people were buying and selling it since the 60s. Yeah, next time a, a celebrity dies in a car accident, we should put a claim on that record. Yeah, the way. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm showing up with a shopping bag. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna come there with cash. I'll take the car to go, please. Yeah, <laughs> what's your PayPal? You don't need to clean it up. Let me just grab it. Yeah, <laughs> so like we didn't we didn't think we had to clean it up anyway. <laughs> yeah, we want the blood and everything on it. So where is the car now? Uh, in storage in L.A. Because it used to be a tour, and they had a little museum, but it closed down due to the pandemic. Oh, oh the pandemic yes. ruined everything. Yep. So his whole tour departed. Hello, <laughs> tourly departed. <laughs> um. So yeah, the sad thing is, Jane was worth two million dollars in nineteen sixty-seven dollars, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But she had so much debt on the Pink Palace that her children received nothing. Mm. Ah, you get nothing. She's Good like, day, sir. <laughs> you're gonna be a big Law and Order style. You don't need the money. Yeah, you get uh, that Dick Wolf money. You're gonna yeah. be all right. That Wolf Dick money. Whoa! <laughs> Ooh. 
That's, that's what she, her nickname for Anton was. <laughs> dick money. Wolf dick. Wolf, wolf dick. dick money. Werewolf dick. So the kids get nothing. Uh, Mickey gets nothing. The Engelbert Humperdinck sells their fucking house and it gets Pink leveled. Mansion. Yeah, the pool gets dug up. Oh, Heart shaped pool gone. So that was not saved like the car wreck. No, done. Anton LaVey. Like it never happened. Kept living until 1997. Um, he died on October 29th, but had his death certificate faked to say he died on Halloween. <laughs> as is one last so it does on his death certificate says that he died on the I 31st res- I kind of respect that <laughs> he couldn't hold out a couple more days yeah, going out the way he lived full of shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and notice how he did not make our list of people that died on Halloween yep. in the Ed Gein episode yeah cause he's a fucking fraud we knew it fraud. we saw it coming yeah so yeah the house of satan that he owned <laughs> in in san francisco that he painted black it was like stuck out like a sore thumb that was also bought by a developer demolished and turned into a new property again uh, so why not leave it yeah there's no physical evidence of um this era left wow. aside from the car done maybe it's for the better Maybe. But these are interesting places, just like Neverland Ranch. Yeah. I say they should have just left that as is. <laughs> well, that with but, the kids in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but like a museum. These are all famous spots. Yeah. Like the Beach Boys house where they grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just a plaque now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, capitalism wins, you know, and these properties are worth a lot. So mm-hmm. that that's what happens. Yeah, that's true. Have we ever heard anything from Arishka about any of this? Yeah, she just started talking about it publicly within the last few years, um, saying it was always like a massive hole in her life that she didn't have her mom. And um, who raised her and stuff? Or her dad? Mickey. Yeah, Mickey got custody of all of them. So she likes this Mickey guy. Oh, yeah. She even got him on Law and Order. Really? Really? Uh, Yeah, he had an appearance on it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, so he was a good dad. Yeah, he's a great dad from okay. all accounts. Yeah. Hmm. So he didn't actually kidnap anybody. No, 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 no. That was all like pilled up, you know, yeah. bullshit. Yes. What a crazy ride she had in the 60s. Literally. Yeah. Oh my, I always say these puns that I didn't mean to be yeah, a pun. Yeah, right. You're, you're reading off a note card. <laughs> um, she was buried in Pennsylvania. Her mother um, got control of her remains. What town in Pennsylvania? Uh, Bryn Mawr. Is that outside of like Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or? Bryn Mawr. I never heard. That's I don't, a area in chicago too philadelphia is such a big area i just i mean pennsylvania is so big i just have, i know nothing about it i will look it up on a map right now and that's where her oh final, yeah it's right near philly okay right, near yeah, philly, okay right outside of philly that's her final resting place yeah and john waters said um if you go there at night you can hear her trying to claw out of it to get back to hollywood <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I can see why she wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take her to Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll watch a movie over. Oh yeah, in the the story I had about the the Mansfield Bar, I saw that up close and personal in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. There was a a trailer tractor that was trying to turn around on my street because I was 
on a street parallel to like a main route, Route 18. And if you go down Front Street, you can't, you'll end up hitting like an overpass and like the roads aren't weighted for uh, or rated for that amount of weight. So he, for whatever reason, tried to turn around on the side street that I lived on the corner of. And I just heard blood curdling screams from my neighbor's house because we were just hanging out there playing Goldeneye. Yeah. And we run outside. We're like, what the hell's going on? And we just see this 18 wheeler in my yard that's like backed up against a telephone pole. And we're hearing screaming. We're like, what the fuck? And then we look down and there's a woman pinned between the Mansfield bar and the telephone pole that's in my yard. Wow. And she's just screaming uncontrollably. And my dad's out there like, what the fuck is going on? The driver's screaming, I just killed my wife. He's like screaming it into her face. Like, I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> like, not like controlling her at all. she's going to do something about it. Yeah. yeah. And she's like yelling. She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. And we were like, oh, fuck. So what happened was they were trying to turn around. She gets out. She's like nine months pregnant on the road because. Nine months? Yeah. She was like. What the fuck is up with these people? She's like, I'm going to give birth. I'd rather give it on the road. Like, so I'm not home alone. Like, so we can both be there when the kid's born. How do you know this whole backstory? Because we ended up talking to the, oh the driver. God, this is great. To yeah. the woman as she was pinned. <laughs> yeah. Giving her the third yeah, degree. She's, she's doing the deep breaths. Yeah. And she's telling the story to Kyle. Oh, one so, one thousand, two so one thousand. How far along are you? Yeah. <laughs> are you breaching? It's yeah. like the uh, Super Dave when he's injured and they try to interview him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need an ambulance. Yeah. Kyle's smoking over. So, uh. He's is this your first baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, she's ashing on the fucking on ashing the... into her mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's cool. So what else is going on? Uh, yeah, I play football sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so her stomach is impaled by the Mansfield bar, and they end up pulling the the tractor trailer out. She's bleeding. There's fucking guts on the edge of the Mansfield bar. It's absolute just just she horrific. Lost a, she lost the baby. They get an ambulance there. The ambulance fucking jets her right up the street to uh, a school called the Nash School, which is where I had like football practice and stuff in the middle of a field. For, for special needs. Yeah. So a helicopter drops down. <laughs> but the they, Nash. They throw her in the helicopter. It flies away. We're like, what the fuck? And you saw all the gore. All of this. Yes. Yeah. Oh I, I'll never forget. It looked like shredded fish oh my god blood everywhere yeah meanwhile he was just playing goldeneye which had no gore <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that was the most important detail of this <laughs> i was playing goldeneye we're having a great time um <laughs> so we're like sitting there all day like wondering what happened to these people finally we get a call at like 8 p.m this probably happened at like two in the afternoon and we get a call at 8 p.m. Um, They're like, the, what people? No the, one was there. It's the driver from the hospital. No pregnant lady was there. Uh, the baby was born and she survived as well. And they all. Oh, oh my God, Kyle. All survived. Oh God. You had me Luckily. on the edge of my seat. <laughs> yeah. And he's now a GoldenEye champion yeah. in Weymouth, Massachusetts. I want to know how you're nine months pregnant, pinned against a pole. How do you put yourself in this fucking situation? And survive yeah, with the crazy. baby and your life. Yeah. Crazy. The Mansfield bar 
saved another. Shit like that. Almost killed them. No thanks to you. But it saved them. You weren't helping her get free. (laughs) No. Yeah, you were just fucking, you were just chain smoking over her. I was like, lady, can you stop being so hysterical? (laughs) I'm trying to smoke over here. (laughs) I got gold and I have buzz. (laughs) I'm getting a buzz on over here. (laughs) I got 50 cents in the golden nine machine over here. (laughs) It's burning a hole in it. Yeah. So maybe she's Jane... like, I'm, I'm not stopping you from leaving. I don't even yeah. want you. Anyway, sorry. Maybe Jane was looking over. Did you keep in touch with this woman and the baby? No. no. Maybe you're like your uncle Kyle. No. Okay. No. That baby, Harry Styles. Oh. <laughs> Somehow he has a British accent <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. instead like, of a Boston or, accent. I gotta get all this country, mate. <laughs> These people talk weird. Yeah. In Weymouth. In Weymouth. Yeah. They played wow, Golden Night. Yeah, that's that, crazy. I'm not going to lie. When you first started telling the story, I thought you, there was like some pub named the Mansfield Bar. Nope. Just the Mansfield <laughs> Bar. Because Mansfield's not that far away. It actually isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. There's an actual town called Mansfield. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Where uh, the Tweeter Center or whatever they're calling it these yep. days is. Yeah, there's a big, mm, um, big rock venue where... I once saw Pearl Jam, and um, I took a bad hit off a joint, and I, I, I almost lost my mind. Really? Yeah. I performed there on the comedy, uh, the Oddball Comedy oh, Tour. There we go. Mm. With, uh, <laughs> so he's any better all of a yeah. sudden. <laughs> Brody Stevens was the host of the side stage, and uh, I got to work with him. R.I.P. Very nice yeah. guy. Another R.I.P. Brody? Yep. Another Brody. Yeah, better Brody. Better Brody. Build, oh, yeah. Build Brody better. Oh, right. So <laughs> ha- Mickey Hargate, that's the good one. Yeah. Brody was a piece of shit, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, but he died. He did. I keep speaking ill of the dead. I know. Well, you're on a roll well, today. Well, Hargate's the one that, that built the pool and stuff. That's a big thing in my book. And yeah. he raised the kids. Yeah, and he raised the kids. Yeah. yeah. And Mariska, I mean, come on. I know. She's... She's an icon too. Yeah. Where would we be without Law and Order SVU? And she's. We'd have those other Law and Order. Where, where would Ice T be? He would be doing nothing. <laughs> I think Mariska grew up to uh, rebel against the whole Satanism thing. She's extremely religious. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. She Catholic? talked about it on stage, uh, on stage, on TV, saying that she believes God has a plan for everything. There's no mistakes. And she has a very, very deep connection with God. She stays prayed up. Stays prayed. <laughs> I saw Mark Too Wahlberg. Blessed to stress. Well, Mark Wahlberg posted that the other day. Stay prayed up. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg said that. Yeah, he's a, he's he's punching a, punch an Asian guy in the face. I know. Yeah, unless you're doing that. Not <laughs> only that, blinding an Asian guy. Yeah. yeah. For what? Being Asian. But nice he's guy. he's nice. He's religious. Yeah. 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 Well, he, I don't know. No. I don't care. Final thoughts. <laughs> Do we have final thoughts? <sighs> I got no final thoughts. R.I.P. to Jane and. Shout out 19-year-old. Shout out uh, Jay Mansfield. Um, shout out to... Shout out to Zoltan, who survived a lion attack and a fatal car accident by the time he was six years old. Because his parents are bad parents. Yeah. Let's Is he honest. okay now? He's still alive. No, but I mean, like, did he turn out okay? Well, his, he had a bad mom. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I retract that bad parent. And because, stepdad. Because his dad... Yeah, and stepdad. Yeah. Because yeah. his dad didn't really have any say in the matter. Right. Anyway. And Uncle Anton, Satanist, yeah. was bad. <laughs> Heck, good. <laughs> Poor Mariska, looking back to her childhood, she's thinking, like, God, when I couldn't even remember, like, I was around, like, these Satanists and lions, and that's got to be, like, heavy. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Uh, Zoltan became, like, a 
worked in the art department for a bunch of different movies. <laughs> I like those people turned out to be the the most normal people you ever meet. Yeah, like the people with the most fucked up yeah. childhoods. They're like, yeah, they work at uh, the, you know, they he's work, an entertainment lawyer. They work now. at Fidelity, and yeah. you know, they have a, a nice house and three kids. Yeah, yeah. and he played the arcade in Big. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Don't forget that. Yep. You know? I have a surprise. All right. Because you know how we sometimes, as a greeting, say, Mariska Hargate to you? Yes. And we said that came from the love guru. Making fun of Mike Myers and that absurd movie. Well, I have a clip from the love guru. Top Gun is out right now, and Val Kilmer is in it. So I grabbed a Val Kilmer love guru clip to begin with. Nice. (laughs) Let's hear it. Mariska Hargate, your holiness. Mariska Hargate, Val Kilmer. Before the trach. Yeah. Mariska Hargate, Guru Pitta. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. <laughs> I so enjoyed your sutra, especially the part about not being a victim. Well, thank you. Because you are such a generous benefactor, we are establishing the Mariska Hargate Special Victims Unit. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you have it. Wow. That's that movie encapsulated. Yes. Every, everything you need to see with that movie is that. That's all you need to see. All you yeah. need to see. That's here. my favorite <laughs> <laughs> movie ever. Joke in it. Yeah. And it's the only one that sort of works. I don't know what what Mike Myers was thinking around this time. I think that's a yeah. Oh, that's a insane brain going on making the love guru. Yeah. I think he's just trying to like he got really into meditation and stuff and he tried to incorporate it into his movie making. So right. Then he's got to explain this Mariska Hargate joke to everybody. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, but then we'll actually get the real Mariska to do a cameo. And they're all like, Yeah, okay, Mike, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. You're out the door anyway. <laughs> Make this last movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely the last <laughs> gas. Yeah. yeah. Well, <sighs> there we have it. That's it. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Uh, as always, uh, check out Diepod2021 at Twitter. Death and Entertainment, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes. Leave reviews. Everything. Everything. Rate us well. Please. Yes, please. And Email us, deathandentertainment at gmail.com. Yup. What are you thinking right now? Write it down. Yeah. Send it to us. Send it. Send us something. Anything. Hate please. mail. Love mail. A death threat. We'll take it. (laughs) All right. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate to you. You have just heard... A true Hollywood murder mystery. I have never seen anything like this before. The movies, Broadway, music, television, all of it. A place that manufactures nightmares. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon.